Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. We wanted to thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, as usual, It's Worth Living would not be possible with our uh, daily listeners, weekly listeners, and to those that are just tuning in, we just like to say um, welcome. We hope that the information that we share uh, will be a blessing, will be something that you can utilize. And if not, um, hopefully you can pass it along to someone else that you know that may benefit from the information that information that we share. Um, we wanted to start off with this um, topic that Pete and I sort of discussed. I know that uh, in my mind, I believe that this topic is vital, but also may get a few people in trouble, may get a few people to start thinking, mm -hmm. um, but it has to do with communication. Mm -hmm. We know that um, at least 90 plus percent of communication is um, it's not verbal, but it's body language. Body language. Thank you, Pete. Mm -hmm. And um, and it, it it's an, and there's a reason why, and so um, our topic today, you know, without further ado, is entitled "Silent Treatment." Um, we find that in relationships, especially with many people, when you have, whether it's friends, but mostly in relationships um, between couples, we find that the silent treatment often comes in. And it plays a vital role, especially for those individuals who are in the receiving end. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that's receiving. Let's say it may be, um, hey, you didn't throw out the trash or um, you forgot to walk the dog or you forgot the kids lunch in the car. Mm -hmm. Where's the kids? You know? Um, you didn't tell me you were doing this. So it's always added on. And over time, the person on the receiving end, um, they get frustrated. And we know that one of the, one thing that I've learned, Pete, and I was listening to it the other day, one of the hardest things, and I know that many couples, rather than getting into arguments, they'd rather keep quiet. Mm -hmm. But there's a danger to that, you know, um, of, you know, regarding keeping quiet, um, and maybe I can talk about it a little bit at the end, but um, one of you, you know, and Pete, you can remind me if I forget uh, what I was going to say regarding the importance of not holding and harboring things in. But um, let's hear your point of view, Pete, um, from your expertise dealing with people or even personally. Um, what is your take on this topic, the silent treatment? Oh. This is such an important topic. I know people who've heard me talk or spoke to me a lot or even, even heard this podcast um, and I would definitely know that I've said this so many times. We all know the importance of communication. We know it's the key to um, the success of many relationships or many conversations for that matter. But unfortunately, nobody knows how to do it. We all know it's important, but nobody knows how to do it because, because we tend to try to, 
find our, our own way to do it versus the way that, you know, that we try to talk about it, the way that we've read and know that it works. Um, the silent treatment uh, <laughs> is such an important tool. Now, it can be a good thing. It can also be a bad thing. It can be a, a good thing because sometimes people harshly say things uh, so hastily that they don't think about it and they end up hurting the, uh, their friend, partner, or whoever they're talking to, end up hurting them more than they should. But at the end of the day, that shouldn't take forever because some people take silent treatment and they just write it out as if the person doesn't exist anymore. And it can also be bad because if there's no communication, and again, sometimes people do things and not realizing what they've done or what what they did may have caused something that hurt you, or you know maybe it wasn't well communicated, but one of them didn't get the message, but then you give them a sign of treatment that basically blocks the whole communication line and you both are upset for no reason because that person didn't get the message. You're not talking to them. They don't know why. Now they become frustrated and upset and it becomes a big chaos. And then before you know it, it gets worse. So yeah, mm -hmm. silent treatment is an important tool. Knowing when and how to use it is definitely an important part of it. And it's also part of communication, as we said. It's just a matter of knowing how to utilize it properly in order to actually find the the good in it. You see what I mean? And you mm -hmm. can't have a silent treatment all the time. Now, you know, mm -hmm. some people they get silent treatment and that's great for them because they just don't have to hear it. When in reality, there's a way to communicate it back without having that big issue in the middle that would create tension and probably sometimes a miscommunication, um, you know, misunderstanding issues that just created right there because there was no communication in the first place. Yeah. Do you see, do you find that, Pete, um, when working with individuals, do you think that either from gender more males are affected by this or are, are they the ones that are receiving or more females? Like, what would you say in regards to silent treatment? As Which one is affected as, more? From what, from what I can tell, I think the female is infected more, even mm. when the female does it more. You mm. see I mean? Some guys give silent treatment, but for the most part, if they think they're in the right, they just, it doesn't bother them as much. The woman on the other side, on the other hand, would give the silent treatment because she's hurt. But then she's not talking about it, which is not helping her. And then watch him moving around carelessly and, and relaxing. That also upsets her too. Then now she's more, she becomes more affected by the same thing she's employing. You see what I mean? So mm -hmm. it, there's no doubt that it would affect both parties, but everybody's situation is different and also depends on the person who's doing the silent treatment. Are you doing it because you think it's something that's gonna hurt someone else? It's, it's like giving a punishment where you don't you know it might not work. It's like a kid who likes to be by themselves, you tell them to go on time out, that's just vacation. Mm. You see what I mean? So you have to see whether or not the punishment fits the, you know, the, you know with the person that you are. With the you know, person you know, in so, the situation. Exactly. Yeah. If I know a kid who loves their video game and they did something I want to punish them, I'm going to take away that video game. I'm not going to tell them, oh, yeah, go sit in your room by yourself. When in reality, that's what they've been doing. That's what they enjoy the most. Personally, yeah. Like when I came to the States and I heard about timeout, I thought it was vacation. My parents would have never used that on me because 
I like to be alone. I grew up with a lot of siblings. Yeah. Um, when I get to be by myself, I enjoy it. So putting me in timeout is a waste of time. Mm. You see, so same thing goes for a lot of people. You know, when you give someone, a, like let's say your, your, your husband does something and you give him a silent treatment, when in reality he wanted you to stop talking in the first place, what do you think happens? <laughs> He's happy that you, 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 know, you, you give him a silent treatment. The thing is, are we saying silent treatment is a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, what exactly is your view on, on it altogether? You know, when you started speaking on that, I started thinking to myself, I said, wow, for some people, the silent treatment works yeah. for them. It's mm -hmm. beneficial because they're like, man, I don't want to hear this. Um, you're not speaking to me. Um, actually, it's healthier. It mm -hmm. gives me peace. Mm -hmm. uh, but for some people, I think, you know, it bottles up and it does more damage because their stress, anxiety kicks in. Mm -hmm. it, it, it causes more harm too. And, and we're not careful because the other person is just constantly going, going, going. But the person's afraid, man, if I say something, then it might um, affect the relationship. It might. So they'd rather just take it. Mm -hmm. But that's not healthy either. You know what I'm saying? The silent treatment in that sense, well, I'm going to keep silent, but deep down inside, I'm just taking all of this, absorbing it all in. Mm -hmm. And um, over time, mm -hmm. you know, there's going to be, um, you know, a consequence. Yeah. And so I think when you don't have a chance to speak your mind, whether it's from fear, whether it's because you don't want an altercation, um, it's not damaging to the person that's sharing, but it's more damaging to you, the person receiving. And I think, again, you know, even in all of this, the receiving end from that standpoint, they're, they're, they're affected more, yeah. you know? Yeah, and honestly, sometimes too, I know some people confuse the idea of taking a minute to yourself when you're having an argument versus the silent treatment. The silent mm -hmm. is more of a punishment, whereas taking a minute, like let's say, for example, I get into this argument and I need something to say. So sit it, sit down, take a minute to myself to prepare my verbiage, to make sure I say it properly without having to disrespect the person. That's different. You know, you can take, you know, a couple of hours max, but silent treatment usually is not just a couple of hours. It's usually a couple of days. Otherwise, mm -hmm. oh, I don't want to talk to you, but then... A minute later, you back to good. And that's great, but you're not giving anybody a sign of treatment at that point. You just took a second to yourself, take a deep breath, relax, make sure that you are, um, you know, thinking clearly and you can express yourself the way you need to. And which is very important, part of the communication that we're talking about. So if you yeah. are communicate properly, say, you know what, instead of saying something I'm going to regret, let me just take a minute. And then you back. I was going to touch on that too. Um, in regards to those individuals who is not afraid to speak up. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your best option is to keep silent yeah. because you may say something that you're going to regret. So I think all of it, it comes down to emotional maturity, emotional mm -hmm. maturity. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it works for individuals who is not afraid to speak their mind. Mm -hmm. Even after being, I don't want to say attacked, but, you know, being um, when information is shared to them, 
in a way that they know, hey, that's being disrespectful or mm -hmm. uh, agitating. Sometimes your best bet is, hey, you know, let's tackle this another time. Now it's not the, now it's not a good time. Mm -hmm. um, but I think also for the individual on the other end, who if they know they're being agitated rather than saying something, they don't say anything at all, which is just as damaging. Yeah. So yeah. those individuals who, I guess you can consider them an enabler because the other person that's attacking, they're the ones that's right. So you're just basically giving them ammo to keep doing it because mm -hmm. you've never said anything, which is not good. Well, um, it depends on the person because some people, if you're not saying anything, that upsets them. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. Like, Come on, say something. Are you going to defend yourself? Well, the thing That's is, true. And, and, yeah. and here's the thing. When you do defend yourself, you get you get uh, blamed for being defensive, which is an anomaly. I, I don't understand when people say that. Being defensive is not an issue because who's going to defend you if you don't defend yourself? And any, any response you give in regards to what happened is mm -hmm. defense. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, we want to say, okay, yes, yeah, a discussion, but it is a defense as to because if you're being attacked or blamed for something, uh, your response will be a defense. It, it can't yeah. be an attack. And there's just, you know, and you can't just make a, a, a just an affirmative statement. It will be, it will fall on one side or the other. But the point is, uh, the thing is, it's, it's very important to really, uh, uh, see the line from, okay, yeah, am I just staying silent because I'm afraid of saying something or am I taking a minute so I can really properly express myself so it can both be effective and um, and uh, and non-offensive to the person I'm talking to. You know, because I'm that guy. I'm that silent guy. If, if the, like, I'd rather do actions than actually talk when things get crazy. I, I'll, you know, especially if it's something that needs uh, a good explanation or something that needs to be expressed properly, because mm -hmm. sometimes misunderstandings happen so easily. Like even the way I talk, sometimes you know people would assume I say certain words, and I'm like, no, 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 it's the other one, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's just you know. It's just a, a way of uh, uh, approaching and getting to know your audience. If you're talking to someone, you know, sir, like if I'm talking to someone, I know who understands English uh, differently. So I would speak with certain words that would be a little easier to comprehend versus mm -hmm. when I'm speaking in public as if uh, I'm, make, I'm giving a speech or something like that. <laughs> so yes. definitely whether it's with one person or a full audience it makes a huge difference. Silence, yeah. on the other hand, how do you categorize it and see where it's appropriate yeah i guess for me on my npis man i'm 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 gonna question i'm like okay where's this coming from mm -hmm. i need to find out i need explanation and sometimes if it doesn't make sense to me it'll fester in my head i'm like man it's not you know it doesn't make sense but you learn that um i guess for me unless it's communicated mm -hmm. or broken down sometimes i'll 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 the silent, the silent treatment doesn't work well for me because I'm like, okay, what's the issue? Let's get to the bottom of it. But I guess I have to sometimes learn to um, not add fuel to the fire, but sometimes to pull away. Mm -hmm. Because if I say something, then it might make things worse. 
you know, uh, <clears throat> here's the thing. Both sides has a have a positive and a negative. That's you true. want to get to the bottom of it. That can be refreshing for, refreshing for some people, but it can also be annoying for others. Same thing, me who stays quiet, it can be refreshing for some people, but it could also be annoying for other people. Because mm. some people characterize the fact that I don't want to push it and argue about it right now, it means that I don't care. When in reality, I'm just take, thinking about it from the information I've gathered already. Let's see which angle I'm taking this. How am I explaining this? How am I going to talk about this for both of us to be on the same page? So I think a minute. So so in reality, it can be, it depends on who you're dealing with. You see what I'm True. saying? Some people would receive, would be very happy to hear that you're asking questions because they feel like, okay, you care about the situation. Let's deal with it. Others would be like, you know what? I don't want to talk about it right now. Let's just drop it and see how we can come to the bottom of it later. You see what I mean? So it, it's really getting to know who you, your audience who are you talking to and how are they going to receive me keep asking questions versus me staying quiet? You see what I mean? That's true. I tell people all the time, especially for a couple, the whole idea of you being with someone who's just like you is redundant. It doesn't work. <laughs> because what happens if both of you want to scream and argue right there and then? Somebody end up with a black eye. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And if both of them are quiet too, nothing gets resolved. It has to be opposite of track. There's a reason why that, that saying exists. You know, so the thing is, silent treatment could work, but it could also damage. It depends mm. on how you utilize it. You see what I mean? So, so you figure out what works for you and how it works for the other person. And if there, there's always a compromise. If you know the person doesn't want to talk right now, you can give them a few minutes and then try to slowly and, you know, openly, calmly and relaxingly try to get into it. You know, or if it's the other way around, you, you know, same, same idea. You start talking about it and slowly try to leave it alone. So that, that way you both get what you want, but also, uh, you know, it doesn't become too much of an issue, but it does yeah. happen a lot in relationships. That's usually the biggest thing. Definitely. Man, going back to what I was saying to you earlier in regards to, um, the consequences of those individuals that like to remain quiet and don't say anything and the anger builds up because mm -hmm. like you said there's some people who will say you know what let's tackle this another time yeah. but there's individuals who don't say anything at all yeah but they're bitter and angry and up inside i don't know if we mentioned this in the past from any of our old episodes but if not i'll repeat it this time for those individuals that's listening if you're one of those um, that takes takes it in and not say anything, eventually what happens is, you know, the stress will turn into inflammation mm -hmm. and the inflammation will turn into disease. Mm -hmm. So it may not happen the first year, the fifth year, the 10th year, but you may end up getting something the 12th, 14th, 15th year. And then you're wondering to yourself, well, where did this come from? And it's all of the um, the challenges, the anger, being upset, mm -hmm. um, being stressed out, anxiety from what, what the person said or did. Mm -hmm. um, and you haven't shared that. You haven't talked about it. You'd rather hold it in. Or sometimes you'd rather talk to somebody else and not the person. Mm -hmm. But that's not good either because you don't have a problem with the person you share with. The issue is with the person 
that you should, you know, and you should address it mm -hmm. because again, you may not feel it now, but little by little things happen. I don't think everyone that is affected with some of the ailments we see Pete is because of, and I'm not saying that's not true, food or things, but the way that we think, the way that we process things. Of course, that's 100%, you know? that's 100% real. Thing is, we don't realize how much something stresses us until it surfaces. But stress can be, it's, you know how sometimes they tell you, well, you would go to the doctor and they said, oh yeah, you had a mini stroke. You just didn't realize it was happening. Mm. Same thing could it can happen with stress. Sometimes you are stressed internally and not because it hasn't surfaced and you know you haven't felt it physically yet, you don't know it's happening. And that's why it's always good to talk things out. That's why I always tell people, just like you go and get checked in the hospital for you know, every every six months or every year, do that for therapy because it helps clear your mind. You you could be bottling things that you didn't even realize you were bottling. You could, something probably hurt your feelings and you think you just let it go, but you didn't because you never dealt mm. with it. And you were just talking to the same person. And every time you talk to that person, your blood pressure probably rose and you didn't even realize because it didn't get to the point where you feel it yet. And that's what happens when we do a lot of little things that yeah, all build yeah, up. Yeah. And then we would go to a therapist and want to finish everything in a couple of days or one or two sessions. When in mm -hmm. reality, that is not the case. All these yeah. things that have been bottling up inside, little by little, is gonna are gonna come out. And you quit after two days. You did nothing. That's the scariest thing. It's like getting overweight, right? It's not the first McDonald's you ate. It's the constant one that keep piling up. And as we, we talked about digestive system and how some of these food digest and all that stuff. So if all, you know, the first day you did it, it's not, it wasn't the problem. Not even the fifth day you did it. It's the yeah. constant making it a routine all the time. All that stuff bottles inside. And then before you know it, you have an extra 20, 30 pounds. You didn't even realize you got. Same thing. The stress builds up. The, you know, the anxiety builds up. All that builds up until the day you explode. And then you realize, okay, I have been holding a lot back. And it's too late. It's too late. It creates yeah. something a lot worse that you have to deal with now. I agree. So hopefully I agree. our audience takes that into consideration and try to see what, what they can do in order to keep themselves, you know, in, on, on the positive, on the green light, really. You know, yeah. we're talking about communication. And we can't talk about it enough because there's so many different angles. Today, we're focusing on the sign of treatment, which is a huge part of the human interaction. Yeah. I'm not happy with this person. I'm going to ignore them and not talk to them for years. Even, even if you, like, the thing is, <clears throat> here's the thing. that That's why certain illnesses only happen. Well, not only, only but mostly happen to women and a lot of that is a lot of things that they bottle up yeah we, we know women are a lot stronger they can deal with a lot of things but at the end of the day a lot of their emotional state can be can be weakened by the things that they they hold back instead of mm. actually talking things through you see what i mean so yeah. all that is happening and you just feel like okay i'm just gonna cruise through life and nothing happened until that day the cap blows up it's like that soda you're shaking Okay, every time you have a little stress, that's another shake. Every yeah. time you have a, something that bothers you and you never talked about it to the person that matters, that's another shake. Until that day, what happens? The cap 
pops right out. Yeah. Thing just gets very messy. Mm. It can be cleaned up, but it takes a lot of soap. A lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot of bleach, too. It depends on what kind of soda you had. You, you're right. So like you said, it's very important that um, for our listeners and even ourselves, understanding and making sure um, where our stance is and how much we can handle or the amount that we should handle as it pertains to um, um, the silent treatment. Because mm -hmm. we have to be aware of who we are. You know, if you're one that if someone says something to you the wrong way, you're going to blurt out and blow up, then it's important to take a step back. Exactly. But if you're one of those, if someone says something, you cower and you don't say anything, I think it's important to say something. Even if you can't say it, maybe write it, but mm -hmm. or get somebody else to stand with you to share because um, it may be easy for some, but it may not be easy for others. But all we know is that um, biologically, physically, we have to have optimal health no matter what. And again, we know the importance of silent treatment, but there are times where it doesn't work for everyone. So I think it's important that we know, like, like Pete said earlier, there's the positive and the negative side to it. Mm -hmm. So make sure that um, in your positive, that um, focus on the positive. Also pay attention to the negative aspect so that you don't get bottled up or get bombarded with it to the point to where Years later, you're affected and you don't know how to deal with it, and there's no way out. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, hopefully, yeah. you know, the audience uh, take what they need out of this uh, conversation, and then, um, you know, we'll see you guys again next week. Just as a yeah. reminder, I am remarkably made, you are remarkably made, we're all remarkably made, and therefore, it's worth living. Mm -hmm.